the law of gravity didn't not work for the baby just because they weren't aware of it. The exact same things are the same, like true for the other laws of the universe, but we just don't know about them or understand them. So we're not living in harmony of them, but the effects of them still affect us every single day. You're listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, and I am your host and wealthy mentor, Dr. Michelle. My mission is to empower conscientious women entrepreneurs to create a life full of abundance, purpose, health, wealth, and joy. In this podcast, you'll learn how to elevate your health, lifestyle, and surroundings so you can tap into your power, show up more confidently, and focus on what really matters, sharing your gifts, better serving your clients, and showing up even more for the people you love. This is today's businesswoman, the wealthy woman. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode. It is the last day of the year and I am so excited to bring this interview to you at this particular time because this interview with Danielle was was transformational, honestly. I'm so excited to expose you to her philosophies and her way of being because she's got so many, so many amazing perspectives around the law of attraction and mindset and just so many things that are going to really, really help propel (laughs) you and your life and your business come 2019. So listen up, take notes, and I hope you love this interview. So to give you a little bit of background, Danielle is a certified coach with the Proctor Gallagher Institute, and she's currently a member of Bob Proctor's Inner Circle and a rare silver pin holder at the Institute. And that means she is one of the top 10 coaches worldwide. This lady knows what she is doing. She is also a mother, a wife, an inspirational speaker, and a social marketing entrepreneur. Danielle works with and is mentored directly by Bob Proctor as a Proctor Gallagher Institute consultant and certified coach. She is passionate about the universal laws and travels the world as a speaker and success coach. She consults and works with companies of all sizes all over the world Her list of clients include successful entrepreneurs, lawyers, real estate agencies, insurance companies, world-renowned actors and artists, top athletes, as well as sales teams, and has recently created a school program in Toronto at Stratford. So super, super, super cool. She also facilitates a comprehensive mindset program called Thinking Into Results with the Proctor Gallagher Institute. The program itself was created by Bob Proctor and Sandy Gallagher to empower people for a lifetime. So welcome, Danielle. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Tell our audience a little bit about you and how you help women. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me. I'm, I'm really grateful to be here. Uh, so my name is Danielle Amos, and I'm located outside of Toronto. And I work with entrepreneurs, women uh, who are looking to create their own business or maybe go through a little bit of change or perhaps they're 
they know they could be doing better than what they're doing. And I help women understand their mind and how their mind uh, really dictates everything that they're experiencing in their life. And I uh, have been doing this for a few years. I was first a client of this work. I was an entrepreneur looking or just knowing that I could be doing better. And I was really frustrated. So I was working harder, longer hours and not quite where I wanted to be. And I was introduced to Bob Proctor, who is my mentor. And I work very closely with him now. Um, he's from the movie The Secret. A lot of people know him from that, from the Law of Attraction. But to me, he's... Uh, He's really the, the, well, he's 84. So he's been studying the mind and what makes people successful for the past 57 years. Mm. So he, he's very well versed in, in this. And I work now with him and teach people how to really control their minds so that the outside circumstances aren't affecting them and they can be as successful as they're meant to be and abundant, as abundant as they're meant to be. Ugh, I love that. And you're a part of this special inner circle of his, right? Tell us a little bit about that. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so well, there's um, a thousand, thousands of consultants all over the world that work for the Proctor Gallagher Institute. And I um, am in his inner circle and there's a small group of us, so under 20, and we actually have to qualify to become part of the inner circle. It's not something that you can pay for. It's all on your own um, effort and your success. Mm -hmm. So how many people you've helped then be successful, I mean, reach their goals through our program. And so the last time there were about 17 of us in, in the inner circle and we're just uh, qualifying again for the next one in February. And it means that we get personal mentorship with Bob. We work directly with him. Mm -hmm. um, we have the opportunity to be at his events as his uh, very specific coaches. So it's a very unique um, opportunity. And I've had on my goal card and part of my goal is to be a protege of his uh, so that's definitely coming true in the last, so well, it's been about eight months now that oh I've Oh my had, goodness. Yeah. That is so cool. It's cool to see, like I've been using the material for myself, right? So, you know, to go from being one of the thousands and then up, you know, in the top uh, 20 and actually top 10 worldwide was pretty cool to watch myself do yes, it. Yes, absolutely. And I've seen some of your content, you talk about this coachability aspect when you work with your clients and how it really is a process and kind of a strategy if I'm picking up what you're what you've been saying. And so there really is sort of this step by step process or transformation that happens. And it's kind of like this letting go like the person say I was I was your client. It's like I would need to completely let go, let go of control and allow you to coach me through that process. Is that right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, Napoleon Hill says, like, we can't, from the book Think and Grow Rich, like, he can't give you something if you're willing to hold on to what you have, oh. right? There's a vacuum law. So you have to let go of the old you and allow us to show you this process. And you are absolutely correct. It is a step-by-step -step method. Success leaves clues. Mm. Right? And a lot of the most successful people in the world, they may not know exactly what they're doing, but it's actually a science. Mm. And we teach that science. It's, I, I love it because I'm a science girl. So yes, I love me I like too. <laughs> <laughs> like talking to you earlier when you were saying you're a biochem major, I was a biology major. Like I am totally, I've got this super nerdy science part of me. So I love 
that masculine energy around like strategy and structure and and all of that and so that's really 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 appealing to me because I think a lot of people in the space of you know the law of attraction space the woo and all of that it's very amorphous it's very um it's like not tangible right Mm -hmm. and so I think what you're doing is really interesting and really helpful and powerful for women in this space so what's what's interesting is that if you can think about it like we all are aware of the law of gravity Mm. So if I was to drop a pencil, we know it's going to fall to the ground, not go to the roof. Mm. So, and that law is exact. But when we were born, we didn't know about the law of gravity. As a baby, we were fumbling around trying to figure it out. And Mm. eventually we learned it. The law of gravity didn't not work for the baby just because they weren't aware of it. Mm. The exact same things are the same, like true for the other laws of the universe, but Mm. we just don't know about them or understand them so we're not living in harmony of them but the effects of them still affect us every single day even though most of us are ignorant meaning not knowing or not understanding of them so I like to teach it as simple as the law of gravity and so if people can understand that then they can understand the rest of the laws Uh and then we're living in harmony with it right I love that that makes it so much easier to grasp (laughs) that's awesome Um, So I'm curious to know more about you and your background, like how, what motivated you to become a woman entrepreneur and really own this path for yourself? Yeah, great question. Well, you know, I always actually worked for someone else. Um, My past career was in food tourism and I found myself working and taking different companies or someone else's goal to the top. And I was okay with that, but I always saw myself like being the front person, even though I wasn't the front person. And so I had this drive to be an entrepreneur and I, and I had tons of ideas. I just didn't know what it was. And to be honest, I was nervous about the financial commitment about what it meant to be an entrepreneur. So I thought, you know, maybe it's a restaurant. And then I thought, perhaps it's a, um, a local food tourism farm like experience. And I went through all these ideas and looked at the capital I needed. And that totally um, had me scared because I had been working for someone else, right? I didn't have that kind of money. Um, so I was introduced to network marketing when I was in my corporate job and to represent a brand that I love. And I jumped into that. And that was my first experience being an entrepreneur. And because I've had success in my corporate career, I assumed that I would go to the top in this company. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was, I was not so great at sales and I was not so great at sharing the opportunity. I really cared what other people thought. Mm. I come from that corporate career with, you know, my, my image that I had created for myself and selling products on the side just didn't match that. And so that I worked harder and I was harder on myself. Like, what is it? And I found myself getting really frustrated, um, which is how I, I found the work of Bob Proctor. I took his course and in six, within six months, my um, income at, in the, the network marketing company tripled. Oh my and goodness. I, I started winning awards and I earned the three, the next three trips so my, my family got to go to Mexico and Bahamas and on a cruise, all paid for. And I started winning awards. And all of a sudden, I was attracting people to me. And I, I didn't really understand what happened, but I just followed. I was coachable, right? Mm-hmm. I followed the system. And then from there, 
I felt so much relief because I realized it wasn't me. It was just that I wasn't programmed to be a salesperson. Like I just wasn't working in harmony with the laws. So I knew I needed to help other women because I met so many entrepreneurs that were so hard on themselves and they kept, I kept hearing the same thing. Well, I just, it's because I have this other job or it's because I'm a mom or I just don't have enough time Mm. and I just need to work harder. But I knew that wasn't true. Like I, that's a huge paradigm we have in the world that we just need to put more hours in. Yes. And so because I had experienced the opposite, I was actually working less and our life was way more abundant. I needed to get into this space. But it's interesting that you asked that if I can go on. Please. Yeah. So because when I look back and connect the dots, you know, that's something that, that I've heard um, um, before that we can't see the path going forward. But if we actually look back, we can look, take a look. And when I was in university, this is a story I was sharing with you. When I was in university, I um, studied pre-med and I wanted to be an eye doctor. And I got there and all of a sudden I was with people that had, were also had 90s averages and I found it really challenging because it was so competitive. And in my second year, I was in physics and I um, had an exam that I had an anxiety attack, a panic attack, and I left the exam and I thought, that's it, you know, I'm done. Um, because it was a hundred percent exam and I went on the fall that week and I had another exam, which is, which was anatomy and I got 30% in it. So I just like was spiraling <laughs> down and you can see how this happens for in our life. You know, we have one failure and it will continue to be that way. Cause it hits you. It's an emotional impact, right? It hits you so hard. And I remember going to see my physics professor and she said, Danielle, you know, this stuff. She said, with your permission, I'd like to put you in like a tra- like a meditative trance. I want to give you this um, exam orally. I want, want to ask you questions. And I had no idea what meditation was at that time. And so I let her do that. And I, I got pretty close to perfect. I think it was 98% on the exam. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Like who what this the fact that that person was placed in your life at that moment in time like whoa I understood that it was there that yes. the knowledge was there right so mm. often we think that you know if I can bring this back to my sales thing well I just need to learn how to sell better well no the knowledge is there it's just that you are stopping yourself from like letting it out right so this professor showed me that and she told me about a Buddhism professor at Queens where I went. And and so she told me that she, I should go speak to her. So I went and spoke to the professor and I immediately enrolled into the Buddhism course for the next year. And I started taking all my electives were then in women's study and, and Buddhism and things like meditation. And, you know, this is quite a long time ago, but it's interesting because I remember writing a paper on the Dalai Lama back, I was about 21, which then led me to India when I graduated to take uh, meditation courses. And they were talking about karma and things like vibration in when I was in India to me. And now to see what I do now for my work, like I pulled off so many of my old books from <laughs> I was 20 because they completely relate. So, but I had to do this, you know, go around, totally. and around to all these other careers to get back to where I am. Oh my goodness. And that's, I feel like that's, I feel like so many entrepreneurial women can relate to that, right? Like we we try this, we try that, we dabble in this and all of those things 
are giving us. We're kind of just collecting all of these tools for that one thing. But if we had gone straight to that one thing, we wouldn't be as well equipped, right? Whether physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually ready for that. So I think that so many people can relate to that. It's such a beautiful process. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. So uh, how do you stay motivated when things don't go as planned? Well, you know, um, a couple of things, who you are surrounded by is very important to your community. And we've heard it before, but we are a product of the five people we spend the most amount of time with. And for me, it's very important that um, my five are actually where I want to go. So I spend as much time as I can around Mr. Bob Proctor. And I have a few other coaches in that arena that are you know, earning the money that I want to earn as aware as I want to be. Um, And they're they're just, they have the business or the family life that I want to have. So I think of all areas of my life, that's one way. Mm. The other way, and I actually hear Bob talk about this all the time. He said, it's not, you know, it's not how positive we are when things are going well. It's not how, you know, um, how grateful we are when things are going well. It's actually a true leader it's how their mind is when things are not going their way. And so I really take a look at that. And I, for me, I have a uh, deep respect for one of the laws called the law of rhythm. And it, the best way to think about it is the, the tide. And the laws you can see in nature, just like the law of gravity, right? So the law of rhythm is when a tide goes out, it must come back in. Mm. So if we're not getting currently getting the results that we want at this moment, the tide has to go out in order for it to bring you good stuff back. Mm. And so if we can remain calm when the tide is out and do and love ourselves and really take the time to reflect and understand where our mind is because we've attracted all that we, in life's happening for us, right? Not Mm. to us. Mm. We can understand that it's must come back in with so much abundance. And so if we can let go, but, those two things for me have been really important. Mm, I love that. Like kind of makes me <laughs> well up a little bit. Just that, that, that visual of the tide is so, so, so beautiful. And I think keeping that in mind when things aren't going as planned is, is so, so, so powerful. Thank you. I have a statement on like just in front of my computer and it says life is always happening for me. Mm. So that for like, everything is perfect. We're right where we're meant to be. Yes. 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 I love that. <laughs> I mean, I think we can find so much um, grace and in life with ourselves if we can, if we really truly understand that statement. Absolutely. It's stepping out of that victim mentality of like things are happening to us all the time. And we're just uh, like back to what we were talking about, those, those limiting beliefs around like, oh, I don't have time or I don't have this or I'm identifying as this or blah, 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 blah. Those are us getting in our way. Right. But like, I feel like that's so, so, so related. Like, stepping back and just saying no like I'm not a victim like I'm an empowered woman human being whatever and I have control to create my reality absolutely and the first step in that is taking responsibility yes Yes. take responsibility because everything in our life we we are responsible for we attracted the good the bad and the amazing yes 
And so if we're not willing to take responsibility, which allows us to step out of that victim, and believe me, I play victim very well, <laughs> then that's the first step. Then mm. once we realize that, you're right, we're like, wow, I actually am, I can have anything I want. Not necessarily when I want, because there's always a gestation <laughs> period, and though it's still coming to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I love that you call that a gestation period. It's yeah. so true, right? <laughs> it's like it's building up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's coming. <laughs> coming. That's right. But we don't we don't know how long that's hot, you know, yes. like we can't predict it. Same thing, totally. you know, if you think of a farmer, we plant, you know, um carrots in our backyard. We don't know exactly when the top of the carrot's gonna come through the ground and it's ready to harvest. Mm. And we have to do our best to like take away the weeds. And the weeds are like the, the fear, doubt, and worry in our mind. And the, the carrot seed is our dream. But we don't get to say, it really depends how much love and sun and fertilizer and mm-hmm. water we give it, right? Instead of, and, and taking out the weeds. So totally. And we're not going to say like, okay, Carrot, you're going to be ready on, you know, April 16th, (laughs) you know, like it's going to come. We know it's going to come. We just need to make the environment amenable or whatever for it to grow and thrive. Yeah, got it. And yeah, you got it. (laughs) I love it. Um, I think I know the answer to this question, but what book or person has inspired you the most? (laughs) Yeah, good. I definitely Bob Proctor. I Mm -hmm. mean, his book, you're born rich. Mm. Um, for, for your listeners, uh, I can get you a PDF copy. You can. You oh, can give awesome! It. Thank um, you. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's a great, uh, a great book, and he's definitely influenced me. Beyond that, uh, there's two books that I carry around with me: "Science of Getting Rich" by mm-hmm. Wallace D. Waddles, and "Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. Both books written a long time ago and um, are very. Uh, the ones that need to be repeated often. I actually read a chap the same chapter for 30 days mm. in those books. Oh my goodness. Um, I love that ritual. Mm-hmm. It's cool. really important for it to sink in and it's against, you know, the logic and how we're taught to study. Mm. Um, but that's, that's really how we start reprogramming the mind is that repetition. Mm. I love that. I saw that there was a documentary that came out recently, right? The Think and Grow Rich documentary too. Yeah, another resource. What's that? It was well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually watched it. Um, I liked it. All right. So let me see here. What else do I want to ask you? Ooh, what is the most terrifying, risky, or profound decision that you've had to make in regards to your business? Wow. Okay. So, (laughs) um, well, to be honest, um, I. When I became an entrepreneur, I had quit my corporate job and I didn't really have a plan, but I just got so frustrated that I quit. And I remember coming home from my and telling my husband and, um, you know, to lose the six figure income um, on like one day. Mm -hmm. And my business was not making a whole lot of money, like just a couple thousand a month. And that was pretty scary. And I actually, got stopped in that fear. So have you ever been like paralyzed by your decision? Like you jump and then I'm like, okay, now I don't know actually what to do. And we have bills to come in. So that was pretty scary. And then on top of that, I invested in Bob's course, (laughs) um, which, you know, 
if you go into like the what ifs, which that's where people get into trouble, you know, they start entertaining the what could happen. And instead, luckily, I really listened to my coach and I was coachable and kept my vision on where I was going. Mm. And I've seen people entertain the worry stuff, you know, on their own. And it, and it, that's what happens. I mean, where we put our energy and our focus, that's where it's going to go. That's mm-hmm. the reality. Totally. So that was scary. And then when I, after I was a client and I decided to then become a coach, I hit another terror, what I call a terror barrier because I needed to invest in becoming certified, which I knew was another financial investment and more just like, like who, who am I to share this material? Like I really, it, it played with my mind. Like, you know, how could I ever be someone like Bob Proctor? And I had put him on such a, a pedestal, but it's interesting because I had a conversation with Bob, right. When I was making the decision and, and he said, do you want this? And I said, yes. And he said, that's the only thing you ever consider when you're making a decision. Mm nothing else matters. And I said, well, I don't have the money. And he said, you don't need the money until you make the decision. Once you make the committed decision, the money shows up. Sure enough, this is a true story. I walk into my bank and I was depositing my husband's check. And the bank, the woman at the bank said to me, Danielle, um, did you know that you've been approved for a line of credit? And I said, no, like that's impossible because just four months ago, I quit my job. And if you saw my income, like, and, and, you know, we had been going there for quite a while. I was like, it's not for me. It must be for Paul. And she said, no, it's in your name. And it was an, the exact amount I needed for the deposit. for the Oh, program. my God. <laughs> That's amazing. I took amazing. it. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to tell anyone about this because my parents would tell me that was irresponsible. Mm-hmm. For me to go into debt. Mm-hmm. It was the best decision I ever made. And and investing in yourself is always the best decision that you will ever make. Mm, I could not agree more. (laughs) And Bob said to me, if you want it, he's like, he said to me, Danielle, I'll show you how to make that past yearly income, your monthly income. I was like, not my mind. What that meant at that time. (laughs) So that was pretty scary. (laughs) Absolutely. There's a couple of things where just what you were just saying that popped up for me that I want to touch on. And that's one, the investment that you mentioned, because I think that something that, you know, really needs to be addressed for a lot of people is the fact that money is energy. And if we move that energy, and especially if we invest that energy, like in ourselves and with someone else, like we are moving that energy. And I think that, that there's there's something so magical that happens there because there's an investment, not only like, yes, we are sort of like giving energy, but we're also opening up this new space for us to receive so much more. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> I feel, you know what I mean? Well, what you're doing is you are saying yes to your future. Mm. And so that you're, you, the universe just has to come back and reward you. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Money is energy and it's meant to be kept in circulation. Yes. It must be used yes. or it's worthless. Yes. So it, it's really important to make that jump, put something down yep. and you'll be rewarded. And I can see that in my, I'm sure you can see it in your clients. I can see it all the time it happens and I'm getting texts and I say, you know, you have to then be open to recognize the good that comes as soon as you've done done this and then text me because the universe loves evidence. Like we love to be, uh, right. 
loves yes. So if we put focus on that abundance that comes in as soon as you invest, it just keeps coming. Uh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. yeah so, so it's no good. coincidence, right? None of this is a coincidence. Totally, totally. And then you also mentioned, you know, and like we tend to get into these negative spirals around like what ifs, right? And it's like, what if we shifted that mindset and we were our what ifs turned into these like amazing things? Like, what if I made all of this money? What if I had all of this abundance with my family, with the, my love life, with whatever else? Like, what if we like just like switched to that, you know, instead of the negatives, but like, what if all of this infinite possibility was at my fingertips? Yeah, absolutely. You're spot on. Mm, I love that. I, there's three questions that I ask people when they think about like that first question that Bob asked me, what do you want? Mm. And if they want it and they have that desire, you can't help anyone without a desire, then they make the committed decision. And then what does life look like? you know, six months after you've said yes, right? Mm. Doing whatever you're investing in. And two, based on that, is it wise for you to do this? Mm. Three is what is the impact if you wait? Mm. How long are people, like so many people are like, I'll do it when Mm -hmm. home or I'll do it when I get my bonus. Mm -hmm. They'll never do it. There's never a when. Yeah. The worst decision. Yep someone can make. Absolutely. I totally agree with you there because it, it, when you're needing to make a decision like this, that's going to be transformational for your life. You need to give it an absolute yes, like a hundred percent yes or a hundred percent no and like own it either way if you do that what if or when you know when this happens or maybe that just takes the pressure off but it just creates stagnation and it's like you know you really need to just step in and own one of those decisions I think. Yeah, you got it. And you and think about the energy you're giving to your goal. Yeah. If you want it and you're waiting, you're saying the same thing. Totally. To what you want. So the right people won't come. See, what happens is when you've made the committed decision and you jump, all the resources you need to make that goal happen come to you. Mm. That's why. And by law. So by science. Mm. Right? So because everything's energy. So by doing that, the people that you need, the money you need, the time you need, the health you need, mm-hmm. it all comes. Yes. Oh, love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any self-care practices to help you recharge? And if so, what are your non-negotiables? Well, uh, yes, I do. So mm-hmm. uh, daily meditation. Mm-hmm. I also wake up quite early, uh, five o'clock every morning. And saying that I was in bed by 830 last night, not every mm-hmm. night, but I um, sleep and is a non negotiable between six and eight hours. Um, also, so meditation, sleep, working out, I'm at the gym, and I've recently taking I have a trainer now. Uh, so I do some weights, I also do some yoga and Pilates. Um, and my, my time, like time for me is actually in my schedule. And I'm, I, I am love hearing that. <laughs> I've had to, because you know what? I'm the most important person to me. Yes. And I yes. have to put my oxygen mask on first. Yes. To people. <laughs> and including my daughter. So like, or my husband, you know, and I had to really explain that one to my family because <sighs> 
if we don't do it, like I think that's one of the biggest mistakes, especially as a mom, like we can make. Um, so my time and I, my calendar, like I, as I look at my phone, I have strict integrity with my calendar. You will not move any meeting mm-hmm. unless it's an emergency and I'll have emergency blocks even in there. But mm. you know, if I meant to, if a bath is scheduled, <laughs> if you know, I'm going to be in that bath. <laughs> I love it. I think that's so important. I talk to my clients about that all the time because, you know, if you don't, if you don't create that time in your schedule, something else is going to fill it like guaranteed, (laughs) especially for us, like women who are like constantly doing, 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 right? Yeah. And what, what that says. So like, that's a great question for your listeners. If you're allowing something that looks like it's an emergency, like you know, well, my daughter needed this for school or someone got sick in your family and you had to go to the rescue. Know that you've attracted to you that Mm. circumstance because of something in your self-image, something in your mind had that be so that you put that first rather than yourself. Mm. Does that make sense? So I personally, it's not that my kids don't, my daughter doesn't get sick, but that actually doesn't, it doesn't ever interrupt Mm. Ooh. That make sense? Ooh, yeah. I want to attract it to me. Oh, I love that. So it's a good way for like your listeners to, to reflect and go, wait a minute. Like, does that happen to me often or mm. you know, where they're, where it looks like it's an outside circumstance, right? Right. Out of their control. Yes. Oof. And those things can so easily trip us into and trigger those victim mentality, right? Like yeah. that that outlook of like, oh, this is just keeps happening to me, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such I, good stuff. I've heard Napoleon Hill say he talks about reasons and excuses and alibis. Mm. And it's the, one of the um, reasons for failure. If you can list a reason why you haven't hit your goal or, or an alibi or an excuse – if you're going to allow those to be in your presence and it's not about like working so that you get through it. It's just like, what am I, again, what am I attracting? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so, so good. Okay. What entrepreneurial tricks or hacks have you discovered to keep you focused and productive during your busy schedule? I know your schedule itself is one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, one of the greatest things, and I learned this from Earl Nightingale, who is uh, Bob Proctor's mentor, actually. Um, he said, he told about uh, an idea that came from W. Clement Stone, and it was called the $25,000 idea. And the idea is this. And back then, 25000 was a lot of money. <laughs> um, the idea is this, is every night before you go to bed, make a list of six things that you want to accomplish the next day for your business to move you closer towards your goal. And they need to be six things that you can do. Like, you know, if you're writing a book, don't write the whole book. Don't put that on your list. Maybe put, write a page, Mm. right? So six things that you can do and execute. And the next morning you want to go to your schedule and I actually have um, working time blocked, And then you schedule them in and you prioritize the six. So you do the most important income producing activity first and you focus on it, turn everything else off on your screen. My phone goes over and I work on it till I'm done or my schedule has me move to a call or my next appointment. Mm -hmm. And you don't move on to number two until you've completed number one. And at the end of the day, you look to see what you got done. 
and you say, what did I do well? What could I improve and what can I implement to improve? And what do I need to like delegate, delete or delay? Yes. Some things that I don't get done, I move to the next day, right? Obviously. Um, But that, that changed my life doing that um, and actually getting clear the night before. And the second one would be that hack of the schedule, like be, have integrity, keep your word to yourself because you love yourself to Mm -hmm. yourself. Absolutely. You'll notice that things flow. I love that. Awesome. So what are your top three blogs or podcasts that you couldn't imagine your day without? Hmm. Well, I, um, there's one, uh, Shana Wrecker's podcast. So she's, um, a network marketing professional. I love her podcast, Shana Wrecker. Um, she does really great interviews with entrepreneurs. So not only network marketers, but women entrepreneurs and people that have online businesses. Uh, I've learned a lot from her. Hmm. Um, I also, um, listen to a lot, not so much podcasts, but I listen to a lot on YouTube of Abraham Hicks. Oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I, I love, um, their work and whenever I have a moment or I'm driving somewhere, I put, I go to YouTube to their videos. Mm-hmm. They're not quite the same thing, but, um, um, and then for blogs, um, Hmm. I have a few, I love Amanda Francis's work as well. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, another woman that's very inspiring, inspiring uh, women to do business online. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Awesome. Yeah, I will definitely link to those in the show notes for sure. Thank you. All right. So if you had a little magic in your pocket, what is the one thing that you would change in the world? Ooh. <laughs> I would... Ha, I would change so that, so right now, most of the people uh, that are living like 97% are programmed to look for what's wrong, Mm. to look at negativity first. And it's a result of our upbringing, unless you're, I don't know, born into like the Kennedy family or some very wealthy family where you look and see what's right and abundant first, Mm. we are programmed to see what's wrong. And there's a few reasons for that. And, but I, I think that if we could immediately arrive in every situation in our life and just see the good, see the good in other people and voice it, it would allow us to remain in a create, like understand that we're truly creative beings, that we create our life and there's no such thing as competition. Mm. It would just take away so much resentment and anger and that competitive feeling that's out there. And it, it, it would be very beautiful. Like, could you imagine, you know, we're in a room full of women networking and there's other women complimenting each other and asking how we can help mm. each other and noticing what, like, I love your shoes, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I just heard your interview the other day. You did really great. Like, how can I help mm. get that out? Something, you know, it would totally it would uh, change things. So that's what I would do. And it would just be a switch in mindset where we would notice what was good first. Mm. I love it. I love that you said and voice it too. Mm, Like I love that because, you know, I feel like so much of us doing inner work, it it stays inside almost (laughs) instead of like really, you know, practicing it in a way that 
helps that ripple effect and helps other people see see the good, right? Because maybe that compliment was exactly what that person needed to hear at that time. And and if you withheld that and just thought it and you're like thinking good thoughts or whatever <laughs> about that person, you know, you kind of miss an opportunity perhaps to like plant a seed or who knows, who knows, right? Yeah. And everything is built on connection and vibration, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a pro- such a primary law. So if you think of what you would be in an amazing vibration if all you did was look for the good mm-hmm. and then voiced it. And then you would be shifting that vibration on to someone else and you would attract more amazing people to you. And like, wow, it just, yeah, you're right. It would have such a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like getting chills. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything? Uh, no, I want to ask you, what is your current project or passion? Yeah. So, well, I am, um, I have, quite a big goal where I'm looking to um, work with thousands of people and I'm actually looking to bring this work into um, underprivileged communities so that I can work with women and really prove to the world that it doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter what their current situation is that if a, a person has a commitment, uh, committed, makes a committed decision and has a desire that I can actually show them how to become a millionaire if that's what they wanted just by using their mind. Mm. Um, and I'm looking to build this a tribe of women all over the world that want to learn to do that themselves. And then I see us actually traveling and working with communities. So one of the communities I'm looking into is in my own backyard here in Toronto and then I want to take that and work with a community in, in um, India. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think it's really powerful. I don't know how I'm going to do it at the moment. It's like one of those really big goals that I mm-hmm. really fantasize about and imagine. But, and um, it, I'm attracting the right people to me to make totally. that happen. And we don't need to worry about the how, right? The how is where the universe takes care of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. So, so I just keep putting my energy into the imagination part and emphasizing yes. and knowing that this is possible because I can see it here. Yes. It's a matter of time that I'm, I'm doing that. Ugh, how amazing. I love that. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you want to share with the audience? No, I think that's great. I I really appreciate your time and this opportunity. Oh, my goodness. It's been so much fun and super, super, super valuable. How can people find you? I know they're going to want to look you up. Yes. Okay. So the best place is on Instagram underscore Danielle underscore Amos underscore. Um, my website's almost done. DanielleAmos.co. If you can believe this, I've had this business all this time without a website. So <laughs> I love that. Paradigm that people have that they need to have the business card and stuff. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so DanielleAmos.co up very shortly. And then um, on Facebook too, I have a great group. Um, mastering your mindset it's a private mm. group and I'll give you the link uh, Michelle and uh, I put uh, free classes in there and and uh, content to help women in their everyday lives I love it thank you so much thank you so much for just all of the gems that you've shared today and sharing your story it's just I think it's such an inspiration to other women who are perhaps struggling or are even you know successful yet wanting to take their lives to the next level so I just think there's so so much that you're doing in the world and I'm so excited to see what you're gonna do next thank you you too thank you 
So that is a wrap. Wasn't that an awesome, awesome, awesome interview? I just, I love the philosophy of the law of attraction and the universal laws in general. It's just so amazing. And I love how Danielle has the ability to really bring it home and like make it tangible for us. So I'm going to link all of her contact information uh, in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And I will chat with you next week. All right, ladies, thank you for listening to another transformational episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You know my mission is to help inspire and empower women to share their gifts, better serve their clients, and show up even more for the people they love. So if you enjoyed this episode, leave an awesome review so more women can find us and join us in creating a life of wealth.